Hello everybody, it is I, Lindy Rogers, and welcome back to another episode of the Pro Wrestling Fan Blog Podcast. And I do want to talk about some things that went completely down, and uh, some crazy sh- stuff. I mean, especially I do want to talk about some deadly segments. Actually, one segment in particular that's just bringing up my attention, because it's ridiculous to say the least. East. And, uh, yeah, I mean it. So, without further ado, I will, also t- I will talk about WWE, I also talk about AEW's Dynamite show, and, uh, yeah. <laughs> without further ado, let's talk about this, shall we? Okay, I'm trying this again. Sorry about this, everybody. I kind of recorded it. ended up deleting it because my brother came home. Oh. Anyway, let's talk about, uh, I want to address the Duddy's crazy situation. That is this ridiculous segment. So it turns out Duddy had decided to do something really silly and stupid. And that is, well, what happened was I get a notification, and it's the great black otaku, the man himself, Brandon Williams, aka Mace, also known as Jibo. Oh, the VR. <laughs> The VR YouTuber. Or, or should I say, VTuber. Anyway, they, Jibo, Brit Mace, <laughs> Brandon, whatever you want to call him, post something on her, in his Instagram account. And it's three photos of him wearing a white flowered shirt with white pants with a a brown belt and white sneakers nails painted black and he has sunglasses in the first one but then he's not wearing the other ones oh and he also has a necklace on as well (laughs) and a rolex (laughs) i'm like oh dear lord what the heck is going on and i'm like bruh and then I go into his Instagram story, and I find out there's this post from Dunity, and it says, and it's, and it says they're introducing Mace and Mansoor. I'm like, but here's the weird thing. It's because of these letters known, I think it's called a tilde? Uh, actually, no, that's for Spanish, I think. Well, anyway, they're using these weird letters that... And I'm like, okay, first of all, why is Denny doing this? I mean, it was bad enough of, of the, about them, about this. Second of all, I don't know, like, what they're doing to, well, the man they call Max Dupree, the man I know as Sean Richter, into a complete and other joke. On top of that, and I do say this, on top of that, uh, they took not only what they did to poor Brennan, and but they took him. They also got his buddy, he Mansoor, her, in a ridiculous outfit, which is actually he posts in this one. Call himself maximum male models, and it's it's him. It's some kind of weird, 
some kind of weird suit, tracksuit, with a one of those fanny bags, but fanny pack bags, but as a sl like a, on a sling, and while he's next to a. <laughs> Jeez, the black, the great black duck himself, Brandon Williams, which is he's in, decked in all black. Oh, and uh, <laughs> I love, oh, I love this. <laughs> Ali, the, the, Mustafa Ali says, "Oh my." <laughs> It's it's okay. Shield your eyes. Shield your eyes, Ollie. Shield your eyes for the sake of your family. <laughs> uh, I, and anyway, I just don't like this one bit. And the reason why is Duddy is wasting... Three wonderful talent people, excuse me, scratch that, talented men in the form of Mansoor, er, Mace, Ace, and the, and, uh, Sean Rector, okay? I'm not calling, I'm from now on, I am referring to him as Sean Rector. I mean, this is the lowest of points since they called him Slate Randall, LA Knight, now, Max Dupree, somebody in Duddy Creative need to have have a slap in the face, please. Come up with these stupid names. Oh, uh, actually, three. Actually, it's what their name. Their three names for him is the worst. Okay, way almost actually way worse than what Duddy that Impact Wrestling called them. Eli Drake. I'm like. Are you really? You guys are afraid to call him Sean Richter? Are you afraid that you're not gonna? You afraid of him referring to his real name? Cause that's what he was known in, in the independent scene. I'm like, and, and like, oh, it's probably what copyright claims. Are you worried about like he should get his name, his real name trademark, but you have to pay for it, All right? You schmucks, cowards, chickens. That's all that kind of stuff. I mean, the last time I had seen a terrible wrestling name, that was poor Chavo Guerrero. <laughs> yeah, I mean it. Well, yeah. If you guys don't know about the Chavo Guerrero's story, let me explain. Somewhere around, somewhere around 2005, and this is before his uncle had just passed away, Daddy put poor Chagorero oh, into a weird ass, ass, ass gimmick called Curran White. And they made him look like he's, uh, and he dyed his hair, make him look like he's uh, like a complete, utter, I don't know if I should say this, racist? Even though I I know that I I didn't know that I that that was definitely Charles Guerrero. In other words, they they the reason why is they had him not only because they had dyed his hair to blonde, they shaved his goddamn facial hair, the mustache, the beard. I think 
I'm like, that's not who Chavo Guerrero is. Chavo Guerrero, he's a la, he's la, he's a Latino man, <laughs> and you know he got that, he got the vibe and the, the lie, the cheat, the steal of like his uncle Eddie. Jeez, I don't know if I should tell that accent. <laughs> I'm so sorry, but uh, I don't know why, but it just makes me think about that. And, and like, <laughs> I mean, seriously, hey, that's not who he is. So, like, they, I don't know what came over WWE, but I, I, even though I wish they, even though it was like the worst timing of when Eddie had ended up passing away, they just stopped it. Even though if, even if Eddie didn't pass away, I mean, seriously, it would have kept going on and fester into a worse thing ever for poor Chavo Guerrero. And I had no idea that was Chavo Guerrero until like, Oh, I didn't. I hardly recognized him until until I found out Eddie's passing, and I'm like, I'm like, really? Or was it before I found out that before Eddie's passing, it was Javo? Uh, yeah, I think it was. I figured out it was Javo. I think, but I was like, I mean, you can't do this to Chavo Guerrero, all right? I was like, nah, this is not good. <laughs> But I, I I don't know if I, sh I even though I was just even though part of me even though I did not want to say this very harshly, but but I'm glad they had to drop that awful current white gimmick, like, to let Chavo go back to the way he was because after all he's a Guerrero, and the current white gimmick was the worst. Yes. I mean, you can I mean, you have to see how it is. It's that I couldn't tell it was Chavo, oh, because the way how they had him bleached his hair, through the facial hair, and I'm like, huh? And then, like, they think he has, like, it is like trying to trick the. It's almost like you're tricking the fans thinking, here's some white guy with an awful spray tan. And the bleach blonde hair, I'm like, you idiots. It's, first of all, it's, that's, his skin is olive. Second of all, you just done a poor, a poor, and I will say this, a poor and Latin man and out of girl trying to pass him off as some ridiculous moron. I'm like, you're trying to erase ace the heritage of that of uh, of Chavo Guerrero because yeah, because of it, but you know, but it was like crazy. But yeah, so so that's about the saying about this situation with John Richter. I do not like this what they're doing to him, let alone. <coughs> What they're doing to poor Mansoor and to uh, Mace because this is not them. Oh, sorry, I'm getting dryness. Uh, so anyway, where was I? So, 
not only that, I get into seeing the Instagram stories from Brennan, and, and I find out they also checked out what's going on with the, on WWE, and it turns out, not only because they part of the, they are known as the maximum male models. <laughs> And the way their names looked, like, so weird. Like, I'm feeling this is also an attack on, uh, Sue Young. Because if you do follow the undead bride of Impact Wrestling, I think, um, Sue Young have these ridiculous, uh, These she did with the U, it has these dots above it. <laughs> hmm. Summon Sanguine Sacrifice. I guess this is where she's allowed to wrestle. I guess she'll. Be. Oh, I see. What's going on? She's ready to wrestle again. I guess since she her contact is about to be over with Impact Wrestling. She says Undead Realm off the grid. I guess probably. I guess she's allowed to wrestle again on eight. No, August 2000, 2022. Good. Yeah, 2022. Good for her. <laughs> I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing her. Probably because she uh, had to take care of her uh, kid she has with Rich Swan. <laughs> I just didn't expect that happen. But anyway, um, yeah. Uh, where was it? Right, talking about the about what Duddy's doing stupidly on SmackDown. So, and not only, not only because, not only because Mies and Mansoor are models, they haven't run the catwalk. I'm like, excuse me? I'm like, the last time you did something stupid was back in 2007 on an episode of Monday Night Raw, which was in... By the way, it was in Milan, Italy, and I remember this vividly because of one thing. It was the debut of Santino Morella <coughs> in Milan, Italy, in which he ended up winning the Intercontinental Championship around that, in the course of the, the other nights, and I had to search for this, because I remember there was the catwalk happening. It was on Raw. Or was it Shutdown? No, it was Raw. Anyway, of course, there was also uh, the world's greatest tag team that uh, that is Charlie Haas and Shelton Benjamin, who defeated Carlito and Ric Flair with Tori Wilson. Um, John Morrison, and who was at the time running the name Johnny Nitchell, Oh, with his, at that time, his girlfriend, now ex-girlfriend, Melina, taken on, defeated, uh, Eugene. 
And then, of course, <laughs> we got, oh, dear Lord. Well, the current at the National Wrestling Alliance World Champion, Trevor Murdoch, around that time, he was on, he was still employed by WWE around that time. When he was in his uh, late tag, his late tag team partner, or uh, Lance Cade's corner, taken on against uh, Jeff Hardy, who had Matt Hardy in his corner, where Cade beat Jeff Hardy. Then you have Chris Masters defeat Super Crazy, and John Cena, and I remember this, John Cena took him on against Edge and Randy Orton in a two-on-one handicap match. That's, yeah, as written RKO. Not, not RK bro, as in Randy Orton and Matt Riddle. <laughs> please don't come after me, Matt Riddle, please. Please. I'm just saying, it's just that my head was spinning. Of course, actually, SmackDown happened. That's when, oh yeah, Deuce and Domino, well, 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 with Jerry defeated Brian Kendrick and Paul Lundin to win the Duddy Tag Team Championships. Because I remember then, Kendrick and London joined uh, Raw uh, and tried to go after the the Raw <laughs> the World Tag Team. The, the, they're all tag team titles. Oh, yay, yay. Oh, it's just my head starts to spin about this. So anyway, yeah. So that's all I remember about this. But I still don't understand. Why is Denny doing this? Like, you're just... You're, like, making it so weird. Unless unless there's unless there's something in the near future that Denny's gonna go back into Italy again. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. I mean, that was the weirdest thing ever. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> but, anyway. <sighs> so, yeah. I don't know how I feel about this. I mean, it's really kind of crazy, but... <laughs> uh... I don't know. I, I, it's very weird. But anyway, I still feel... I just feel weird that this is happening to somebody. To actually, not just somebody, but three well-known men in the form of uh, Mace, Mansoor, and Mix Debris. Ugh. Sorry, it made Sean Richter. Oh, I'm sorry, Sean. If you are listening to this podcast, please forgive me, because this is not like you. I mean, you sure you wanted to be like a manager to two guys, who are, are had been fine without you. I mean, seriously. <laughs> I don't know how bad this is. I don't, I don't know if Jibo's going to be able to uh, recover. 
Oh, this is... I mean, seriously, what what's what's going on with this? <laughs> oh, these guys are gonna be these guys are gonna be covering badly enough. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna talk about AEW Dynamite, and I had a chance to watch this because I really wanted to watch this because of one man, Claudio. Castanoli! <laughs> yo, yo, can I take Justin Roberts, please? <laughs> can I take Justin Roberts' jo job? Please, Tony God, please! <laughs> All kidding aside, still, Justin, you, you, you're doing good, man. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so yes, the reason why I want to I end up watching AEW Dynamite is because of one man, Claudio Castanoli. Like, it was, if you guys didn't know, um, it's what happened was at uh, the AEW New Japan uh, Pro Wrestling uh, show. Oh, Forbidden Door ended up having some ups and downs. One of them being specifically that of, I guess if you haven't listened to my last podcast, uh, that of, you know, the downs were at least was the women's match. Because even though those are begging for it, but then, and like you have the match and then all of a sudden it's like, Y'all disappear. Have you disappeared? So, yeah. So please, if you're gonna start begging for the women to be in every pay per view, and then you suddenly leave, you are not a real wrestling fan. Okay, I'm sorry, but please don't. So anyway, so yes, Claudia Castanelli had debuted at the at the all at All Elite Wrestling New Japan Pro Wrestling's Forbidden Door. In other words, he's all elite. So, <laughs> so apparently, despite of what's going on, and I'm hoping that, uh, <laughs> I hope there's going to be, I'm pretty sure there's going to be a lot of ugliness going on. But anyway, what happened was, I had to watch some of the other matches. There was, uh, let's see. <laughs> well, apparently... <laughs> Dan Hales and go well there were some matches went down uh like Orange Cassidy took on against uh Ethan Page but I think Page kicked his butt uh, despite that Dan Lambert the troll that he is the troll heel that he is had got both Chuck Taylor and Trent Beretta kicked out of the arena even though uh, I wish he got kicked out, but you know, can't can't blame Dan Lambert. <laughs> uh Dan Hilson, the lovely Dan Hilson, and who's probably had a good uh, break. Pretty sure spelling Canadian Day with his with his Canadian bride to be. That is, well, it's Canadian. Canadian I meant his wife. Uh the lovely Miss Lulu, 
Uh, uh. Which, by the way, Jade Cargill is a simp for her. <laughs> I can't believe I just said that. <laughs> yeah, every time... I will say this. Every time... They, every time a Jade looks for the best baddies, there's only one baddie that Jade wants, and it's Dan Helsen's wife. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> anyway, but speaking about Dan Helsen, apparently he got into a six-man tag team match. By requested of the good club boys, that is, of Austin and Colton Gunn and uh, <laughs> Max Caster. <laughs> and apparently they, they apparently they let Dan Hazard choose the tag team partners of, of his choosing. So guess who Dan Hazard got? <laughs> they he got FTR. <laughs> I'm like, oh yay! <laughs> is is FTR Hazard? <laughs> so let's just say FDR and I think FDR and Dan Elson beat them because after the match had ended uh, there was a sudden betrayal from uh, Austin and Colton Gunn from their father who decided to uh, hang it with the acclaim aimed him <laughs> uh, oh and by the way Anthony Bones is fine seriously <laughs> he can walk <laughs> oh he got in trouble for that one anyway Oh, it's speaking about of course on Twitter, it's getting so much funny and hilariously. because I think I don't know who tweeted this, but I think it was Austin and I don't know if Colton was the tweet doing the tweeting. What happened was the <laughs> Let me see. Yeah, it was Austin Gunn, I'm sure of it. Uh <laughs> anyway, yeah, it was Austin Gunn who tweeted this. Literally called Uber, this is about two days ago. Literally called Uber back to the hotel tonight. P.S. My dad had a rental. I guess because of what happened. <laughs> anyway. He also tweeted, quote tweeted this tweet from AEW says, All does not seem well with the gun club and the acclaimed. What was at the real Billy Gunn thinking? Which Austin Gunn quote tweeted says, Tough love. It's how I learned the best. We're fine. I'm going to bed. Anyway, um, apparently that Anthony Bowens tweeted, Quote tweeted him saying, Hey buddy, just checking on in on you. 
Hope you're doing okay. Can you at least answer your text? I think your brother's phone is off too. We'll have to get together and chat. And he used a scissors emoji and a peach emoji. And he used the hashtag AEW.Mite. And he, which, uh, Austin says, We're good. And, <laughs> and then, of course, his brother did quote tweet him and says, Phone died. Colton says. Anyway, this one is taking the cake. Hey, <laughs> this is hilarious. Just listen to this interaction. What happened was... Order Uber Eats tonight for the first time in my life. P.S. Dad cooked dinner. Which apparently... <laughs> this is hilariously funny. <laughs> See, from, from Road Dog... The man for the man for those road dog, Brian James tweeted, "Was what did he make? And was he dressed in that French maid outfit? I got him. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! God damn it, Brian!" Oh, and I didn't see this one. <laughs> Anthony Bowens tweeted, quote tweeted, and Brian says, I think he was wearing an acclaimed shirt in the last. <laughs> Which, I, oh wait, <laughs> with Austin Gunn replying to him, says, he was. <laughs> Jeez. Of course, some pants this situation is so sad with three skull emojis. And he says, they said here, hashtag EW Diamond, give us more with a skull. Oh my god. So, yeah, but the one thing I think, I, I think the, I, I don't know if there was anything else, but the one match I was looking forward to was definitely the main event between, uh, the Jericho Appreciation Society versus the Blackpool Combat Club, uh, Eddie Kingston, and of course, Santana and Ortiz. Well, it turns out, oh, Heck with Brooklyn's. There was a lot of blood and, and going and uh, a lot of butt kicking and, and apparently fighting on top of the cage. Of course, the match ended up with. I, I don't know what happened, but I think what happened was both Eddie Kingston and Claudio Castanoli both went for a. Uh, uh, both did a. Both went for the uh, submission hold. I think they were both going for the. Uh, uh, I think they went for the figure four. 
Oh, what is it? The, the sharpshooter, I think. Yeah, they were both going for the Bret Hart sharpshooter. And, uh, yeah, the match ended. And, and, and apparently, Blackpool Combat Club wins. It's <laughs> just a Robert says. Uh, but the one thing for sure was, it was crazy enough to see Claudio Castanoli just being his normal self. Self. But of course, after the match ended, I'm just glad that he and Eddie Kingston didn't end up fighting against each other. And I think when I was Claudio was trying to put Eddie over, but I don't know. I hope Eddie's not mad at him. I mean, they both did well. Of course, Eddie is considered to be the Mad King. The reason why he is known as the Mad King, because what happened was uh, when Jericho and Eddie went up. Up to the uh, climb up to the s- s- roof of the cage. It's Sammy Guevara was like, follow. And what happened was, uh, Eddie just like, he pushed, he pushed, uh, pushed, uh, <laughs> Sammy off the stage. And he just, off the cage. And he just laughs. I'm like, oh great. I wonder why he's known as the Mad King, because he's crazy. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I know that's, I know what you guys are probably get mad at me. He says, I can't believe you're talking about this. I'm like, yeah, I know, but it was crazy. But, Anyway, <laughs> oh, yeah, of course, um, there were some lot of chair shots and other shots that I'm like, okay, it's crazy. Anyway, so (laughs) Anyway, so there were a lot of things went down, but in the end of it all, oh, it was kind of crazy, but, oh, and also, the crazy part was, not only just, not just the, everybody in the Blackpool Comic Club, Sans Regal, oh, probably he was just watching it, I don't know if it was on commentary or in the back, because actually I had the volume low and trying not to wake up my mother, good grief, um, but, not just Moxley, uh, Wheeler, Utah, uh, Claudio Castagnoli, um, of course, Davidson was out, um, of course, well, it was Eddie Kingston, Sen- 
Montana Ortiz. Oh, and by the way, referee Bryce Rensburg, he climbed up to the, t he also climbed up to the cage and celebrate with them. I'm like, good, good grief. <laughs> I'm like, is this, has this ever happened before? I'm like, and of course I know that, you know, you know, Rensburg knows both Kingston and Castanoli. I mean, seriously. I mean, they go far back to the days of Chikara. Uh, of course, Rensburg Eric, hasn't been with both of them since, oh, I don't know, a while. So, but, you know. But it's good to see, uh, <coughs> see this happening with uh, Eddie Kingston and Claudio Castanoli, both on the same book. Look, look. <laughs> Same wavelength, I should say. But until, I guess, Eddie goes crazy and takes out Castanoli, or Castanoli takes out on him. The only thing is, I'm just glad right now, uh, I only saw one tweet so far, but I'm just saying one thing, and one thing only. There is no way in heck, unless Tony Khan is asking for a huge train wreck. And I do mean this. There's zero, there's zero chance we are ever going to see Chris Hero in AEW. Because if there is, oh, there's going to be a train wreck. And I'm just saying, for the sake of Tony Khan, he, <laughs> unless he wants to throw Eddie somewhere else, else yeah. <laughs> of course, the last thing I kind of heard about what's going on with Chris Hero was he was rumored off to be an executive producer for Ring of Honor. And I'm not 100% sure, but ever since I, ever since I found out the... <laughs> ever since I had found out about some kind of crazy reunion that involves with... Nightmare, Hera, Hollow, Wicked, and, uh... What is it? Frightmare, Hollow, Wicked... Uh... And for some reason, they're being managed by Ultra Mantis Black. Oh, wait! It was Delirious, Hollow, Wicked, and Frightmare... Hera... The three guys who had used to wrestle together in Chikara and being managed by Ultimatus Black. <laughs> Boy, my fingers are pointing out, oh, this is the written, this smells of a rat named Chris Hero. <laughs> I'm like, good grief. So I don't know. The only person who could explain the situation of of if he's if whatever or, or whatever they whatever is going on with Chris, <laughs> the only man going to explain it is that sexy nerd Cody Con. <laughs> Ouch! <Husky> bibbles. <laughs> I just laughed myself. <laughs> In the Supin testifies. So anyway, so yeah. I don't know no no 
Uh, I don't know if there is about what's the situation with Ring of Honor there, but if the if Ring of Honor is coming back, I mean let it be on Fight TV. But still, I think from now on, I think Tony Khan should just do is forget about working with uh, Bleacher Report and focus everything from Ring of Honor and AEW to Fight TV for everybody in the United States and international because it will be fair. I mean, why are we, why is she still separating people to watch the United States to watch on Bleacher Report while the international goes somewhere else? You know, it's not fair. And I'm just saying. Just saying. Alright, I guess since I was... I forgot working on... I was working on this. But with... Hey, let's talk about this, shall we? Alright, since... I... I'm... As of much of, like, what's going on with the whole entire situation with... The... The situation with... Uh, with... The Wall Street Journal, and I don't like where it's going, but I have heard nothing much heard as of late. But there was a second article that was shared on like about about Vince Man doing this kind of stuff, and I don't know how I should feel about this, but now. I don't know if this is 100% true or not, but there's been talk about some stuff, but I don't know what's been going on. But, yeah, kind of crazy about this, but, you know, it's not very much comfortable to say. Okay, I know that I mentioned much about AEW Dynamite, and I know that next week, this upcoming week, um, in it, that is going to happen. There is a match going down between Jake Hager against Claudia Castanoli. And for some reason, <laughs> if you guys don't know, those two have a past. <laughs> Apparently, Claudio Castanoli and Jake Hager, at the time they were both in WWE as the tag team, as tag team, team no, Owned by their dirty names as Cesaro and Jack Swagger. Um, both ended up teaming up together and being managed by <laughs> the man known as Zeb Coulter. But still, to everybody who knows him well, that is Dutch Mantel, um, were. Was such of a good tag team, but never had a chance to get tag team gold. Uh, Hager ended up, while well, leaving the company, Claudio stayed until well, till earlier this year, here when he got released from WWE. And now, since Claudio's been signed with AEW and the appearance at uh, well, the first match against Zach, his uh, debut match against uh, Zack Sabre Jr. at Forbidden Door was really good. And then, of course, in being part of the Bloods and Guts um, Battle Royale was crazy, but 
then I find out that they're gonna go at it this week. And man, Hager dropped so much. I'm surprised. Hey, you know, he says, Oh, you never won a Ring of Honor world title. You never won an a Dirty world title. I'm like, Shut up, Jakey. I know you won an. I know you won a. Dirty Heavy Championship. But, uh. I heard you were not supposed to win it. But, uh. Let's not. Stop, but, uh. If you want to start adding insult to injuries. Jake, let's not forget something that I already know of. Claudio has been in tag team champions. Even though if we looked at all the tag team titles he won, Duddy Marks would say it was Sheamus. Those who know his full career would argue and says it's Ares. But for me, I say it's Chris freaking Hero. <laughs> Besides that, Claudio also has been a, in, in a pro wrestling gorilla world champion. Just saying. In other words, go ahead and continue on adding insult to injuries to Claudio. I'll come out there full force, swagger. Or <coughs> so say Hager. <laughs> you know, you think you're the best as... As 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 Jericho has, but you're missing with the wrong man, Hager. And just and and be grateful you're not facing against Eddie Kingston, and or worse. And, so, and I know all of you guys are saying who's worse than Jake Hager would face if it's not Eddie Kingston. <laughs> Somebody that heck even Eddie Kingston would know that uh, he doesn't like those that he ha doesn't like. Besides, he doesn't like Claudio. Although I'm not sure how much those two are gonna get mad at each other. But there's somebody I know that even Eddie Kingston would would have to agree that he doesn't like seeing, and that is Chris Hero. <laughs> Actually, I know somebody's tweeted out saying that they do want to see Chris Hero in AEW, but I don't think he is because of Eddie Kingston. I mean, after all, Eddie has a lot of beef with a lot of wrestlers. And I think specifically Claudio Castanoli, Chris Hero, and probably, I don't know, this is going to hurt me more than this could hurt everybody, but there's another wrestler I think Eddie doesn't like, and that is Tim Donst. I don't know. Speak to Eddie Kingston about that. <laughs> I mean, seriously, Eddie has so much issues with a lot of wrestlers he doesn't like. Well, he's some he do like, but then there's others he don't like. Just ask Eddie. Any wrestler he probably don't like. I'll tell ya. The only person he actually does not right now doesn't hate hate because he, right now he's being nice to his kids is the late Mr. Brody Lee. I know you guys are gonna get mad at me saying, Why are you talking about a dead man? I'm like, seriously. Have you seen Eddie Kingston in being so kind I mean, to kids? Let alone it's and it's um it's the late Mr. Brody Lee's kids. 
is that he had with Amanda. Yeah, seriously. Hey, I go on to Instagram and I always end up seeing, and I would sometimes, not very often, but I always see Amanda sharing off some of the photo stuff where she's, you know, showing in where, uh, where, uh, where sometimes I would catch Eddie hanging out with Nolan, and that's kind of crazy. I mean, it makes me feel like, seeing Eddie's like, it's like he's like an older brother there to him. <laughs> While Preston Vance is like being an older brother to to uh negative one. <laughs> actually actually the last thing Amanda posted was actually when uh during the uh weekly photo uh photo stuff Actually, negative one hanging out with uh, negative one and and Nolan hanging out with uh, FTR. <laughs> of course, FTR is really is becoming the fan favorites in AEW ever since they had break away from both MJF and Tully Blanchard. Of course, Blanchard has been exiled to Ring of Honor, but. Anyway, so yeah, um, but, you know, that's cool and whatnot, but, <laughs> back to the Eddie Kingston situation, I'm just saying, and Eddie really has a lot of beef with wrestlers, and specifically, there are some that I mentioned, and, uh, yeah, but, uh, <laughs> you you could ask Eddie why he doesn't like Chris Harrell. He just let he actually, I came across a video that somebody asked Eddie about this, and he says he doesn't like Chris. I'm like, good to know. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I'm like, <laughs> of course, I also find out Eddie's trending on Twitter. I'm like, why is Eddie Kingston trending on Twitter? Oh, so we're body shaming him. Lovely. Like, why are we... It's like, why is everybody going after Eddie? Like, he didn't do nothing wrong. It's either, he's body sh either they're body shaming him or saying he's not much of a, th of a thug. Uh, probably because he's hanging out, w out with Amanda's sons. Well, specifically, no one. Well, guess what? First of all, Eddie is a th is a thug. He's in his best shape of his life. I mean, what else are you asking for, huh? What, so he should be fit like Claudio Castanoli and Chris Jericho? Nah, that's not Eddie. Eddie knows what he does. And if this is because, and anybody saying that he's not being such of a thug, thug just because he's hanging out with, with Nolan Huber, you're an idiot. Eddie will come and kick your sorry butt. I'm sorry. But anybody disres... And actually, there has been a lot of crazy things that's been going on 
there has been so much of people saying stupid crap. I mean, I've seen tweets eats of people saying, and actually because of the trending thing. And I'll see how bad this is, but there are a lot of people trending, there are a lot of Twitter users trending Thing, other training about pro wrestlers, and it really hurts me badly. And it's mostly it's either I'm hearing people saying that they've seen uh, other seeing wrestlers being body shamed, which I don't know if that's a hundred percent true, but if it is, that is crazy. See, and it needs to be stop. Um. And then, of course, the usual, oh, how many days until, how many days since I missed Kenny Omega, since we last seen Kenny Omega on TV? Like, we don't know when he's going to return. Heck, there was an interview about, I guess, Tony Khan dead, and he doesn't know when, and, and Kenny's going to return. Yet, Omega ended up trending. I'm like, sheesh. Last time I actually kind of seen Kenny was, he was on the, uh, Alex Jabaley stream he playing uh Street Fighter I'm like <sighs> and which by the way he looks really healthy I mean and I will say that but this but trending Kenny Omega almost every day is getting annoying as heck so I will say this this so you all need to understand. Please stop trending Kenny Omega. We all know we miss him. We just don't know when. It is not a good time to trend him. And every time I and every time when I see that I end up reporting it in spam because it's a desperate plea, but then of course he's still trending. Thanks so thanks Twitter for not doing the right thing. Oy. But, anyway. And whenever Kenny is ready to wrestle again, we'll know. But, just stop trending him. Okay? If you want to know what's going on with Kenny, just follow him on Instagram. Yeah. Or, check and see when he's going to join Alex Jabaley. Sheesh. Getting so annoying. You know? So, I guess I sh- I don't know if I mentioned this in the last podcast or I'm going to mention it in this episode, but I guess the money, I guess that he had their money in the bank, and despite of the, f- despite of the scandals been going on, um, I'm shocked to say this, but. Uh, they, I don't know who won the male, but the for the female, Liv Morgan won Money in the Bank ladder match, and then of course she cashed it on. Guess who? Ronda Rousey. <laughs> and straight away she annihilated her, her after she defended the title. So because of that, now she's the champ. Everybody's happy for her, and especially. Especially, especially Sarah uh, Rowe and uh, Ruby Soho. I was like, aww. 
because they're proud of their friend Liv winning. And I know I know wrestling fans are gonna go crazy, but understand. I mean, you can't get mad at these women because they're happy for their friend, and despite what they're doing. And actually, speaking about stuff, actually, the funniest thing is after finding out that Liv Morgan won the the title, you know, on the uh, what was it? The online show, The Bump. Daddy's the bump. Apparently, Liv got a uh, really nice welcoming uh, video chat with uh, Sarah Rowe, which I'm shocked they did that for her. Um, it makes me happy to see that for uh, for her. And then, of course, um, I think she ended up getting... I think she or... No. And then... Tamina uh, gets interviewed by um, Ryan Satin for his for his podcast slash YouTube series uh, out of character, which Tamina says that she's happy for her, for Liv, which I was surprised to say the least. <laughs> so funny thing, she just actually even posted on did about. Ooh, just say eighteen minutes ago, her with her with the uh, Daddy Smackdown Women's Championship belt, and she's like happy with a blue heart and the stars because of the shiny. <laughs> she's really happy. <laughs> she looks really pretty, to say the least. I'm really happy for Liv. That she earns where she's at. A lot of people would say stupid things, but seriously, at the end of the day, all all I just want to say is I am just happy for Liv. And I know, I even know I say nice things and you know the stuff, but I also just want to give a warning to anybody, no matter what social media, what social. Mm, Network platform you're on, media platform, whatever you want to call it. If it's Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, there are those who are pretending to be these wrestlers, and it's been going on and as heck. But I've been trained to report that. Then I don't know what's going on with the social media the giants, but they are refusing to take things down. I mean, especially for those who. Are allowing to this to happen, like I do not want to be be. I do not want somebody to pretend to be, Liv Morgan and saying like, "I'm the real Liv Morgan." I want you to talk to me. This is my private account. I'm like, no, it's not. F off, you stupid, effing. Idiot, scammer, liar. You're just a dude desperate uh, to get uh, to want to be hit on by a woman. And, but you live in another country and, you know, pretending to be these people is disgusting, really. <sighs> Creepazoid. Yeah, and, I, and it's always bad enough that I'm being targeted. It's either them pretending to be her. 
and there's others, and I'm tired of this, and if I have to, you know, I mean, I'll go into an ugly rant, but, you know, this gaming stuff is re- being ridiculous, but pretending to be wrestlers is a new low, alright? Despite I just want to congratulate Liv Morgan, I mean, I don't need fan accounts, I don't need scammers, there's some pretenders to be these wrestlers and come after me and claiming that they're them when the fact is they're not. I mean, seriously, how stupid do you guys think I am? When the fact is you're the idiots, it's... But I don't, and I'm just hoping one of these days I hope technology catch up, up with the law on takedown these stupid posers. Because this is straight up, this is actually straight up harassment, I'm just saying. Anybody pretends to be anybody, you should go away completely. But, yeah. Alright, I'm going to say this, but I understand where I'm coming from into this ep- into this podcast. But, Twitter's been popping off yet again. And this time, we're still back to insulting Eddie Kingston, trying to body shame him. However... Why on earth was Austin Aries trending? Let me think for a moment. Hmm. Oh, yeah. I'll explain. So, let's talk about the Eddie Kingston situation. I am sick and tired of seeing Eddie Kingston trending. And it turns out it's the same thing. Body shaming. But, apparently, I guess toxic fans will still be toxic fans. And I don't know why it still continues like this, but it's really disgusting. I mean, I it has is I I don't know why, but there is some kind of toxicity that wrestlers have to be in a certain shape they want them to. Maybe it's because they want to see them in those skimpy shorty tights, but I don't know. I mean, seriously, I don't want to see that out of Eddie Kingston. I don't think he would have the body for it. I mean, just saying. I mean, but to say something badly about Eddie, like, oh, he should be, like, in the worst shape? Really? Bruh. And and I couldn't believe it. It's just bad as it is. And on top of that, let's also talk about... Why Austin Aries was trending? So, I was wondering, why on earth was Austin Aries trending? And, as per usual, Twitter always kind of messed this one up. So, I really want to know, why was he trending? Oh, the reason why he's trending, it has to do with... Nat- Natalie Neidhart, otherwise known as Natalia. And I'm like, what did she do? Oh, she... Um, trying to escape in some kind of crazy match. It, I don't know. Some kind of match she was taking on against Liv Morgan. And I guess in a house show. And somebody recorded it. And I'm like, why are we have to see about this? Like, hello? Why are you guys doing this to her? I mean, seriously. I mean, we already had the bad fat fart jokes. Folks, that was just awful. But now we're going to compare it to that vegan dwarf. Okay, you know, Austin Aries has... Even though I haven't heard a peep about him 
once in a while, but but finding out he's trending because of her, I don't know. This is a huge L. I mean, seriously, why are we comparing uh, him to her? Alright, it's bad enough as it is. I mean, after all, I used to like him, but but until I found out he was like, I don't know, shacking up with Malachi Black's wife before uh, before I found out the two of them ended up getting married. <laughs> I know what you guys are going to say to me, who the heck is Malachi Black's wife? Uh, it's Thea Trinidad, otherwise known as Zelena Vega. Uh, duh. Although, I was hoping to, I was hoping to see her being released by WWE so she go to join her husband because after all, 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 why would the Lord of the House of Black without his bride? <laughs> or I should say, uh, the God. The, the, the math, law, yeah, the law, because, of course, because you're breaking. <laughs> That's serving. But anyway, it's kind of crazy to talk about this, but, yeah, I mean, I used to like him, but until he shacked up with her, but then she dumped him for Malachi Black, I was like, really? Shocking. It's even a, well... I kind of don't, like, even though I was so mad at her for being with him, but now I'm not mad at her anymore. So, it's confusion, okay? Of course, um, of course she is trying to be the best, and, you know, having her happiness and wrestling in WWE is, like, what she wanted to do. But, I don't know if she will be. Joining her husband to the realm that is AEW. I mean, after all, I would love to see the two of them together and rule. <laughs> after all, because the reason why I'm saying this because I don't like what they're doing with Julia Hart. I mean, unless she's ended up with either with Buddy. Uh, what is this? Well, Brody King or no, not Brody King. Yeah, Buddy. What is his last name? Dang it! I know you guys are gonna scream at me. I think it's Buddy Matthews. Hold up. E E. <laughs> Sorry. Oh come on. A E W. Bruh. <laughs> yeah, I heard what's happening with Booker. Huh? Darby Allen. <laughs> oh my god. Oh wait, it says I was reading this metal vocalist slams AEW wrestler through a table, but it's Brody King. Bruh. I have no idea that what This is actually a kind of a misleading article. Oh. 
I was si- it's just here watch metal vocalist slams AEW wrestler through a table at autograph signing. But it says here it's Brody King. So I'm like, dude, this is this is this is this is clickbait. Holy crud. Sorry, I was so distracted. I'll talk about that article. Because I'm going to call this idiot out. Or for clickbaiting. Like, bruh. Brody, Brody King is a pro wrestler. I thought, I thought, I thought this was going to be somebody in the, like, somebody else, somebody who has their own metal band. And they're like, <laughs> putting <laughs> the butcher through. <laughs> I'm like, nope. It's just Darby Allen and he's getting a, and he gets thrown in by uh, Brody King. I'm like, bro, they're both wrestlers. Take the L, man. <sighs> Sorry, guys. My brain is hurting right now. <laughs> yeah, Buddy Matthews I was sort of thinking of. Yeah, unless they're going to put the the two of them together, I'm, like, really, really want to see that happen. I'm just saying, man. Because I don't... I mean, I would like to see him part of... I mean, I would love to see Julia Hart... To be managing, but not managed by, but not accompanying out Malachi Black. I'm just saying. Anyway, but anyway, <laughs> it's kind of crazy. Um, yeah. All right. You know what? This is just. I'm just want to see something right here for a moment. I just realized I got hit with a clickbait title. It, if you guys want to know, there's an article from called Loudwire, which they straight up clickbaited and claims, watch metal vocalist slam AEW wrestler through a table at an autograph signing. And it's written by a guy named Todd Fuchs. <laughs> Almost, yeah, I don't think that's his last, I don't think his last thing is real. It's, and plus, the guy wants me to swear, so screw you, dude. There. <laughs> But anyway, it says here, real fake, the table was definitely busted. God hates frontman and all elite wrestling entertainer. Bruh, they're wrestlers. Shut up, man. Brody King picked up fellow AEW wrestler Darby Allen and drove him through. Figure four online reports. Oh, no. Meltzer. King put Allen through the merch table. Well, at an autograph signing for Allen at a mall in Seattle last Saturday. The vicious reverse powerbomb was captured on video for you to see below. Yeah, it's, and then Kush here says, God's Hate is a hardcore band whose model on their website, Life is Harder, Be Hard. Life is hard, be harder. Brody King pulls double duty as the heavily tattooed vocalist and heel for AEW Wrestling. Except for there is one problem. I never, 
I'm starting to feel like this is 100% clickbait. Because i never seen Brody King ever post on his Instagram story about that. About him being a frontman. So there's something fishy going on. But the article is like really going crazy. But it says here, continuing on to this article. Brody King, uh, no. The wrestling website says this brouhaha. Bruhaha is a continuous storyline from AEW's Royal Rampage from two weeks ago. At one point, King and Allen were the last men standing at the Royal Rampage before King put Allen to sleep and then dropped him on the outside of the ring to win the match. Then there was some extracurricular snubbery with the two before the event concluded. So bad blood. The video of the powerbomb begins as King, a bearded monster of a man, is taunting and grappling with the much, much smaller Allen at the, the store in or in the South Center Mall. The crowd of fans have former ring around the two and chanting, Brody sucks, Brody sucks. King then puts Allen in a headlock, spins him around, and swiftly picks him up over his head and throws him through the table back first. There's in, in disgust. The fans boo as King turns and departs. It seems that Allen survived without major injury to complete into injury to complete the autograph sign. Phew. Check out some of God Takes Music below and video true and video of the truly wicked reverse body slam. Telling you if that table wasn't covered in 3D t-shirt piles, so it might be a traction right now. Like, I'm going to say this. I don't know how to explain this. Oh, and of course, they clued a they clue the tweet from the infamous Macho Beard, who shared the clip. But I haven't heard much of Brody King metal. But according to the regular Observer slash Figure Four Online, which it's run by Meltzer, Dave Meltzer and Brian Alvarez. So, sorry about that. But according to the article, since yet, AEW's Brody King attacks Darby Allen at Seattle autograph signing. A budding AEW storyline unexpectedly continued Saturday. And it's written by Joss Nathan. And who, who says here, And what expect... In what appears to be the furthering of a growing feud in AEW, Brody King attacked Darby Allen at a Seattle autograph signing Saturday, putting him through a table. Before Allen's four-hour signing at the city's South Center Mall, King appeared, attacked Allen, put him in a sleeper, and then powerbombed him through a merchandise table. And apparently they got... Uh, the, the, uh, apparently, I guess even though this article was posted on July 10th, and which shamefully the clickbait website did not understand, however, this happened the day before when the article was released. However, according to the tweet says here by a fan who 
says here, this is such a dream come true. I got to meet one of my favorite AEW stars at, at Darby Allen over at Zoomies in the South Center Mall. Wow. The article did not specify that in there. Didn't really care. My eyes were closed in the picture. This is the best early birthday ever. Thanks, dude. Hashtag AEW. Hashtag Darby Allen. Hashtag Zoomies. Now, however, this is what the guy says here. Here. I think this is where uh, the Macho Beards probably took this. Anyway, according to the user, says here, But before the signing, at Brody X King, and just came out of nowhere and powerbombed at Darby Allen through a table. This has been, this has been my first real wrestling Viewed experience. Hands. Hashtag AEW. Hashtag Darby Allen. Hashtag Brody King. Hashtag Zoomies. It says here, Allen eventually covered, recovered and completely the event as planned. AEW retweeted the video above and it appears likely there will be a follow-up either on Dynamite or Rampage soon. The incident follows the Royal Rampage for an AEW in Temporal title shot on Rampage two weeks ago when King and Allen were the last two men in, in the match. King put Allen to sleep and then dropped him on the outside of the ring to win the match and it early earned the shot at this past Wednesday's Dynamite. King was not successful, was not successful in defeating John Moxley, leading to Allen and Sting coming out after the match and in an untelevised segment. After Malachi Black had came out to check on King, and Alan Singh did the same with, um, with Alan telling King he belongs in AEW and asking for a handshake. The House of Black member wasn't interested in what Alan and Singh had to say, and it shows of, of what I guess what AEW tweeted out. So, my thoughts about this is, holy crap, I don't think, first of all, I never heard about this. I mean, I never heard about God's hate, hate, and I had no idea Brody was a frontman. I mean, straight up. But, I just can't believe they did not look deep into this. And meanwhile, uh, I guess Meltzer's website of drone Meltzer, sorry, Meltzer and Alvarez's website of drones, and uh, <laughs> some done the better research, right, and finding out how that went. And not to mention, I and they also found out that AEW retweeted the kid. I'm like, good, good enough. So I guess. <laughs> I must have forgotten something. Because I remember doing... Because right now, well, all I remember was... I was focusing on seeing Claudio Castagnoli in his first ever uh, Dynamite episode. And he, uh, where he wrestled. And then the following week on Dynamite... Then the following... Uh, yeah, I guess that was happened about two weeks ago. Because the, ne- the following... The next week... It turns out that Claudio and 
you know, Castanoli's taking on against Jake Hager. Or, and it's set for next week. I guess Tony hadn't done that. And, the, and of course, there was also Hager decides to uh, take a cheap shot at uh, Claudio. Said, oh, you haven't won Ring of Honor uh, World Heavyweight you won the Ring of Honor World Title. You haven't won the Daddy World Title. I'm like, what the hell, Hager? Jeez. I'm like, bro, there's only one thing you haven't done, and he already has. Yes. And that's the PWG World Championship. The title that your boy, Daniel Garcia, has. I mean, seriously. Claudio has been been their champion. Just saying. Hager doesn't realize that. <laughs> so yeah, I was like, "Have you? Are you that dense enough realizing what you're saying? Is that <laughs> what you're saying? You're just decided to add insult to injury." Of course, because neither you or nor Claudio ever won the WWE Tag Team titles. I mean, seriously. Hey, I wonder whose fault that is. Of course, both of them will blame each other, but then, of course, we know it's Daddy's creative own, at its own fault. But, seriously. <laughs> I don't know why, but Tony Khan is a man-man allowing Jake's dropping names and stuff. I'm like, seriously. I mean, he had better tag team partners than in the past than he had after Ager. <laughs> no, seriously. And now they know those two are ready to kill each other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, seriously. And of all the tag team partners Claudio ever has, I don't know why, but... I mean, so many fans... Some wrestling fans would agree. Some longtime fans of Claudio Castanelli would agree in saying it's Aris. Somebody, some wrestling fans who know Claudio because of WWE, would say, "Oh yeah, Shinsuke Nakamura or Sheamus." And here's me. I'm like, yeah, why am I thinking Chris Hero is more the better than anybody else? I mean, come on, seriously. <sighs> So you want to start adding? You want to start insulting in adding insult to injuries, Ace Hager. You, you're, you're done for, buddy. <laughs> I mean, seriously. At least, at least Claudio ended up having to, even though Claudio feud against Chris, is, and of course the two of them also became great tag team partners and stuff. And heck, even though when Claudio ended up defending the PWG. A championship. <laughs> yep. Hence Chris. <laughs> it was actually a good good match, I guess you could say. I mean, ask anybody from PWG, they'll say, yeah. Ask any fan, I should say. <laughs> so, apparently, I should go check out the sneak preview for what's coming, happening at, uh, the next AEW Dynamite show, which is the Fighter Fest uh, show, and 
I'm ready to slap Hager silly because even though I'm pretty sure the or, or that Tony allowed this, but seriously, I'm like my brain hurts. I'm like, what's not like Hager's like wasn't why you been world champion? Blah blah blah. I'm like, excuse me, me and everybody the a a. And over and around in the independent scene, especially in those who love watching pro wrestling gorilla, it's gonna disagree with you, Jakey. And also, Tony Khan, really? <laughs> Seriously. If memory serves me correct, Claudio Castanoli has been the PWG world champion. The same title that Hager's Hager stablemate, Daniel Garcia, is champion. I'm, am I not mistaken? Tell me, where? Why doesn't he know that? Huh? Yeah, the same championship hey, that Daniel Garcia is champion. Yes, I don't mean it. it yes, Garcia is the P, currently the PWG World Champion. I'm like, how? How? Uh, how? How dense are we that we're forgetting things? Huh? I'm like, Hager, you're only one on world championships. That's because you were wrestling in WWE before you decided to run away. Jeez. I was wondering who was the terrible tag team partner. Yeah, it's proven. It's Hager. I mean, seriously. <laughs> I'm, yeah, see... It's like, Hager says, are you having men with championships? Yeah, because he didn't want Daddy Ring of Honor? Uh, Dingus, hello! PWG World Championship. I mean, I'm looking at all the histories. I mean, seriously. There are a lot of wrestlers. Names that actually I know of. Of. Who won the PWG World Championship? Actually, the first champion was Frankie Kazarian. You have Adam Pierce, uh, Super Jacket, AJ Styles, Kevin Steen, uh, El Generico, which is actually Sami Zayn, uh, Brian Danielson, Low Key, a <laughs> heck, Chris Hero, oh. No, Kenny Omega, Bro- David Richards, Claudio Castagnoli, um, Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, Roderick Strong, Zack Sabre Jr., Chuck Taylor. Yes, the Chuck Taylor. Not talking about the Stokey Hathaway, because Hathaway likes to steal his name, his wrestling name, and I'm not letting this happen. Um, Ricochet, Keith Lee, Walter, Jeff Cobb, Bandito, heck, and of course, the current champion, Daniel Garcia. Like, my dude, Hager, you're a nincompoop. You're a stupid one. And don't come, what the heck is wrong with you? You. I'm like, unfreaking believable. I'm like, he hasn't won any world champions. I'm like, really? I'm like, Chris Hero, Danny Garcia, uh, Brian Danielson. Yeah, giving Kenny Omega would like to have a word with you. Because you disrespect Claudio. I mean, seriously. I'm like, you forgot that... Ego <laughs> forgot about the PWG World Championship. Heck, 
Excalibur can back me up for this one. And, and, I mean, seriously. Have we all forgotten about Claudio being a PWG World Champion? Really? That's all? Is that all it takes to say? Huh? Seriously? Like, my brain is starting to hurt. So, and Hager, Hager's only says, Oh, you haven't won any P- you didn't win any World Championships. It's blah, blah, blah. I'm better than you because I went to wrestle, I went to go into Bellator. I think that's what he did. Or, I know he ain't went to USC. <laughs> That was Lesnar. <laughs> yeah, let me look at this. Jake Heger. <laughs> yeah, yep, he's, he's, it's Bellator. I was right, y'all. Oh, 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 oh. Hager, you're nincompoop. You ran away, you little turkey. You ran, you, you had... You wrestled, you wrestled in Lucha Underground, which was a disaster. You re- you've been into Bellator. I mean, <laughs> let's face it. You were given, oh, let's also, let me also drop something for you so you guys can have your minds blown. Oh, I forgot he teamed up with Ziggler. <sighs> Boy. Oh, and it's also managed by Vicky Guerrero. Sheesh. Oh, yeah, and, and let's see. Oh, wait. Here's something. I'm looking over his Wikipedia page, and it's something when during the run in WWE. It says, follow the delusion of, dissolution of their team. Swagwood feud against Cesar, with Rob and Dam also being drawn into the feud. With the three competing in a triple threat ex- elimination match, Extreme Rules, which is wo- which won by which Cesaro won. So in other words, Jakey boy, you got your butt kicked by Claudio Castagnoli. Wait. Of course you went completely all ham. And let's see. Yeah, so you ended up wrestling in House of Hardcore, which was run by Tommy Dreamer. And then, of course, you showed up at Lucha. You also showed up at. You also went in. You failed to defeat. You failed to challenge. You failed to challenge. No. Failed to challenge Nick Aldis for the National Wrestling Alliance World Heavyweight Championship. You showed up on Lucha Underground for, like, the season finale. You kind of showed up at MLW. Well, that's much about it. But, of course, you ran off to, uh, Bellator. I'm like, seriously. They hagey. <laughs> so, you're... Co- so, who's calling the kettle pot black? Oh, wait, that's eager. 
Meanwhile, poor Claudio, though. I mean, he, he has more of a... Let's see. If you guys want to know how long Hager's been wrestling for... Uh, let's see. <laughs> oh, since 2006. And he's only how old? 40 years old. Oh, my word. Oh, doggy. Let's see. He also got his butt handed to William Regal. And let's see. How is our boy Claudia Castagnoli, who will be... 42 in December. Let's see here. As you guys don't know, oh wait, Claudio's been wrestling for over 20 years. Yes, that's right. Who took him on his ring? Well, there's Sigmat Ropo, I guess according to what Wikipedia is saying, uh, Skyeda. Oh, wait, Dave Taylor, and oh, wait, who's this? Oh, it's Chris Hero. Oh, shocking. Let's see how Claudio has been. So this year, Claudio has been an accomplished tag team wrestler, being a two-time Ring of Honor World Tag Team Champion with his partner, Chris Hero, as the Kings of Wrestling. Their 364-day reign as champion was the longest, longest in Ring of Honor history about the time. As Cesaro, he held, this, he held seven tag team titles, in Duddy, a two-time Duddy SmackDown Tag Team Champion and a five-time Duddy Raw Tag Team Champion. Castanoli and Sheamus was part of the tag team known as The Bard. Together, they were the fourth-time Duddy Raw Tag Team Champions and one-time SmackDown Tag Team Champions. Castanoli has also held various independent tag team titles such as the Jakarta... <coughs> Excuse me. Such as the Jakarta Campion, oi, let me get this. The such as the Jakarta Campion, Camp. <laughs> My tongue is dying right now. Campionados de Parejas, otherwise known as, is legitimately translation to Jakarta uh, Tag Team Titles, and the CCW World Tag Team Titles. Oh, and not and also the GCW that stands for Juggalo Championship Wrestling Active Titles. Forget about that. The Kings of Wrestling, the tag team that he had with Chris Hero, were voted the 2010 Tag Team of the Year by Wrestling Observer Newsletter Readers. He has additionally has been a success singles wrestler, being a one-time. United States Champion, the winner of the inaugural Andre the Giant Memorial Trophy at WrestleMania 30, and a one-time PWG World Champion. Boom, boom, boom. And actually, I've seen the video for it. <clears throat> and I will go to war against anybody.
Yeah. He's also, so he's, I want, I don't know about the long-term relationship with Sarah Doray, which is very questionable, but he is friends with Aris and Alice in Danger, like a, a Steve Carino's sister. I'm not kidding. <laughs> uh, it's true. Let's see here. Yeah. But, yep. It's shame that uh, I wish, uh, Oh boy. Anyway, so how do I explain that Hager is such a turkey? Oh yeah, because I already looked at him, because he ran off and played Bellator, or or being their star. But let's not forget he ran off of the different places, couldn't even do what he did. And by the way, I had heard heard stuff about Hager. In fact, he was not supposed to end up winning. I heard some rumors that Hager wasn't supposed to be uh, a world champion. You know? Yet Castanoli has earned his right because of Excalibur. You can talk to him about that. <laughs> but anyway... So what, I know what you guys are going to say. So who is most likely that I feel is going to win? Well, there are going to be some ridiculous morons and simps out there who will say, Oh, yeah, it's going to be Hakey. Yay, Jake Hager. Whoop-de-doo. No. I, have, I, always feel, I always want to back somebody who's worth it. And somebody is Claudia Castagnoli. And I and, and why am I saying this is because Claudio is a man for of the word. I mean, seriously. I mean, look how he has gone through. I mean, Claudio's been wrestling for over twenty years. Hager, well, less than that. I mean, seriously. Well, yeah. I mean, and plus they were ended up. And plus. When they were once the tag team, they haven't won tag team titles. I mean, seriously, bad enough because what happened was Hager and Dutch Mandel were getting so much heat, especially coming from oh, who's the one that especially they got so much heat going on on from the from the controversials. I'm not gonna mention. That because that would borderline my out of my topic of my podcast. So, but anyway, as bad as I'm gonna say this, is I have I have a feeling hate is gonna lose. I mean, they lost even though that even though hate or lost to Castle, but. Oh, good old RVD was thrown into the mix. Well, this time, he's not there. And, uh, yeah. This can be fun, kitties. <laughs> so, yeah. And, yes, I know you guys are mad at me saying, Why are you putting Tony Khan at blast, Lindsay? It's because Tony is 
a loud hater to say something stupid without realizing thing what I just said on Twitter. I mean, after all, Claudio has been a PWG world champion. Just saying. Seriously. I mean, F yes, and I do mean it. The same PWG world title is in the hands of one Daniel Garcia. Uh, and by the way, he, he had zero help from the rest of the Jericho Appreciation Society. So, Good job, Jiki. You're still a complete dork, after all, and a moron. I mean, <laughs> I mean, after all, the Swiss superstar has more. Sorry, the Swiss. <laughs> can't believe, can't believe Claudia start calling himself GD. Saying, <laughs> oh jeez, god dang it. God dang it, Claudio, why you gotta go there? <laughs> I mean, can we just wait until you clobber Eddie Kingston? <laughs> or do we have to wait until he shows up? If, if Tony's gonna allow this, but I don't think he would. <laughs> of course, after all, there has been rumors circulating and... Every time I hear about this, I end up reporting it, but on when I see it actually on Facebook for some reason, I don't know why I do that, but there has always been misinformation going on about about um, Go Cabana. <laughs> uh, I mean, seriously, I, see, I don't know why, but I'm going to start uh, knocking off these rumors. So apparently, a lot of people are spreading rumors thinking, oh, Cole Cabana's not coming back to TV. You don't know that for a fact. And of course, they say, oh, his contract is, is up. Again, you don't know that. And then, of course, there's reports saying, oh, the Young Bucks defended him. You, again, you don't know that. So stop saying these kinds of rumors. You don't know if this is true or not. And you know that nobody's going to talk about that. I mean, seriously. Hey, you guys are, like, stirring up trouble. Like, you're thinking you're, like, red velvet. I do mean that. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Stop with the lies and, and the rumors. All right? None of it's true. <laughs> oh, boy. Speaking about so much misinformation and stuff. <laughs> and of course, let's also speak about Catherine Ellie's favorite tag team partner, shall we? <laughs> I'm hoping Regal's gonna also please forgive me, but they have sinned, so Regal. It's like, what have you. He'll say, What have you sinned, my child? It's your. It's that former trainer of Castanoli's. <laughs> uh, anyway, but how do I explain about this? I mean, you know, thinking about Claudio, and I end up having to think about for his. It's just it's just mind boggles me. Of course, they got some crazy other stories to tell.
because what happened was, I got one story I love to tell. I don't know whose fault this was, but I'm pretty sure I'm pointing my fingers at Chris. But, <laughs> there's this one situation. I'm on, I'm on, I'm on, I'm on Twitter, and this happened, like, years ago. But, <laughs> I don't know when did this happen? Why did this happen? And why on earth he would end up insulting thing? one of his former students is beyond me. <laughs> uh, what happened was, I think it was, I think this happened in 2012 or 2013. But I was found out, I think I found this out through Twitter. But what happened was... At a NXT show somewhere in somewhere in, in a city in Florida, I think. Chris had this ridiculous ring gear. And I'm like What yeah, no, it was 2013. Yeah, I'm remembering this. Because badly enough, I'm thinking about his former student, who decided to follow me around that summer, or in 2013, I'm like, my word, what the heck is Chris thinking of? <laughs> he had this ridiculous green ring gear, and it's scary enough to me. He looks like he's he's got this ring gear, and it's like. First of all, this is not like him. Second of all, why does he look like Tim Donst? <laughs> I'm like, Jesus freaking Christ almighty. His ring gear is like... <laughs> I'm sorry, this is too funny. His ring gear is similar to, to Tim's. I'm like, you gotta be freaking kidding me. I'm like... <laughs> I'm like... And all, and all that time I was thinking about was also Sean Waltman. And I'm like, really, Chris? X-Pac? I'm like, jeez. <laughs> I'm like, it's like, he's either challenging Waltman or he challenging, or he challenging and, and danced. I'm like, oh, jeez almighty. I mean, seriously, I've seen Chris in, in many ring gears. I'm like, bad enough. <laughs> if you ever if you ever go search Chris here, you're going to believe me what I'm saying. I'm like, bad enough. <laughs> yeah, just don't don't go over a little bit. Just go look at Chris here. Find photos of him in different ring gears. I mean... The ones the, in the earlier years, he had these ridiculous uh, shirts. It's these uh, muscle tees, the pants. Ay, ay, ay. <laughs> and especially the. Uh... Oh, yeah. And of course, there's one photo somewhere circulating. <laughs> I had a. I had a I had a fear about this. If you guys don't know, I kind of freaked out because what happened was it was something circulated on Twitter and it was, um, it was straight up about Chris and he had his hair cut. 
So I don't know who told him this. I think it was probably, I don't know, Dory Funk Jr. Seeing that made me freaked out. I'm like, Chris, never cut your hair, ever. I should have said that. I should have said it on Twitter. Chris, never cut your hair. You do not look good in short hair. <laughs> it's bad enough as it is with, with uh, Triple H and Shawn Michaels. I mean, seriously. <laughs> I was like, you better not. Actually, uh, thankfully, I don't know how bad that was. I'm like, I'm like, you better not do what Castanoli done. <laughs> uh, well, of course. <laughs> I don't know how bad this is about wrestling. <laughs> I miss the days where I could at least simp for him. Can't now because uh, of him shacking up with uh, Elder, Paul Aldrin's uh, brat. Which I badly know that she's using him. Ooh. <laughs> anyway, but anyway, but I. <laughs> there are some other stories that I could tell. One, of course, that of course I always remember the the situation where good old good old Phil CM Punk says a threatened hero. No. No, reveal something out here, and he threatened him badly. <laughs> when it was, Punk tells this ridiculous story about, I don't know, I guess he was probably responding to somebody, or somehow he randomly tweeted it. But what happened was, Punk says that he actually, some reason he not. In one of their earlier days in the indie scene, I don't know, probably this happened in, in like, I don't know, IWA Mid-South. He says on Twitter, he says on Twitter, uh, he t knocked out Chris's teeth. Hero calls on Twitter, she's what, sees he gets tagged. He tells Phil, sleep with one eye open, punk. I'm like, holy crap. What the heck? Harold, watch your mouth. Anyway, I know most of you guys are going to ask me, why is why is Chris calling himself Chris Hero and not the other name? I'm like, boys and girls, shut up. Please don't call him that because you're confusing him with somebody who's an influencer and and used to be on, I think, or is, no, not used to be part of the Hot, hot Topic. So... <laughs> yeah, so don't, okay? <laughs> but yeah, seriously. I mean, just don't call him Chris Hero, okay? Okay. You know? No matter if he goes crazy or not. Though <laughs> uh, it's bad enough how it is, I have to. I have. I have Claudia to thank. <laughs> uh, Claudio, you, 
You at least, at least you can be away from not look, not thinking about your former trainer. Now because of that, I got I'm I'm so I'm I really like uh, everybody over at Tribe Gaming. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> especially, especially uh, those who are you know part of this. You know, it's your fault for this, Claudio. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, that's much about I can say about it. You know. Alright, I'm going to wrap this up. But anyway, guys, thank you all for listening to this podcast. I hope you enjoyed this. I'm sorry being weird and whatnot, but it was kind of shocking to talk about because of things going on. Especially because of one Claudio Castanoli is really kind of crazy to speak about. And yeah, I'm trying not to speak much about thinking about the Chris Heralds much. But I only do because of how talking about, you know, about Castanoli. It's kind of crazy. I'm sorry, y'all, but talking about Claudio is kind of (laughs) crazy. And don't get me wrong, but... I'm weird. Oh no. Oh jeez. <laughs> oh no. Oh jeez. <sighs> Good grief. Apparently Claudia got some Claudia got somebody responding to him and the Dean Mahati. You formerly known as Mojo Raleigh. <laughs> he, he he responded to Claudio's you know, who t- when Claudio tweeted Tomorrow at TBS Network, Tag Doll Elite. It's him versus Hager, Claudio tweeted. Then out the card <laughs> Mahaji says Get hype <laughs> Seriously <laughs> Oh, crud. Oh, my word. What the heck is going on with everybody? this. I'm gonna instantly regret this. God dang it. Oh jeez. This is such a mess. Oh, good grief. Oh, now we're seeing this right now. (laughs) 
Guys, thank you all for listening to the podcast. I'm sorry I'm laughing. I don't know what I'm doing. I apologize. Anyway, guys, thank you all for listening. I'll see you guys the next time. Till then, bye for now.